This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. He loops out the left field. Going to be a tough play. Jeter on the run. Makes the play. Oh, flies into the stands. Oh, what a play by Derek Jeter. There it goes. Deep to left. Really deep. Oh, my goodness. What a shot by Aaron Judge. Of the grandstand in left field. The Sanchino. No, oh, that Gary is scary. Ball game over. Yankees win. Ah! Yankees win. All right. Um, episode 175 of BD4 tonight. Episode 175 of the podcast. Hope everybody is doing well. Saturday night, uh, November 7th, Saturday night, around 7.15 p.m. Yes, 7.15 p.m. And, um, yeah, last night we did, or this morning, late last night, early this morning, we um, released uh, our final off-season talk Nick's episode until the draft ends or starts. Um, so we're going to switch it up for a bit, maybe for one or two episodes or we'll see how long we go. Um, but we're going to talk Yankees now. Um, you know, it's been a bit since we've discussed the Yankees. Obviously last episode on the Yankees, um, that I did was following up the game five loss. Um, so that's that. (laughs) So tonight, I guess we're just going to discuss a few things, nothing too crazy, and um, maybe just talk about, you know, what their options are this upcoming offseason and um, who they could retain, who they should retain and should not bring back, and things like that. So that's that. Um, Yeah, that's what we're going to do tonight. I hope everybody is doing well. Again, it's Saturday, November 7th. Earlier today, the election was called by the media. I don't think it's official yet. Some I don't know, but um, looks like Biden is is the guy we're gonna have to uh, root for from here on out. Um, yeah, but um, <laughs> that's that. And um, you know, hey, wish the best the best for him. Uh, anywho, the Yankees. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, what I think um, they should do and shouldn't do um, this offseason. And, you know, I just got tired. I'm ta- I'm tired of talking Knicks. I'm really, I'm just sick of it. We're not even, like, we're not even in season yet, and I'm already sick of the Knicks. You know, I've done so much shit um, covering the Knicks of late. You know, I think there was like 11 straight, fucking 11 straight episodes covering the Knicks. Um here on BD4. So I'm sick of it. I'm tired already and the season's not even starting yet. 
So I'm going to take a big break. You know, maybe again, once the draft, the NBA draft comes on the 18th, the 18th, maybe we'll uh, get back into the swing of things there. But for now, I'm going to take a break from New York Knicks um, talk and then we'll, we'll start talking Yankees. So, yeah, <laughs> let's head to our first break, guys. And when we get back, we'll get this thing underway. All right, fellas. So really quick, I just want to remind you that if you haven't subscribed to my podcast on the many different platforms that I'm on, you can do so right now. And all you got to do to do that is go to my website. Just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. Once again, in order to subscribe to the podcast and listen to the podcast or watch it on the many platforms we have, go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. So, um, yeah, um, honestly, man, you know, going into the offseason with the Yankees, everybody's always thinking big, right? Everybody's always, you know, the Yankees are, are always going to be suitors for anybody out there. Um, Listen, I just want, at this point, you know, I just want to win. You know, I just want to win a World Series. I'm not worried about the luxury ta- tax. I'm not worried about the fucking you know, salaries we have to pay certain guys. At this point, I'm worried about, and I've always been like this, and I think everybody should who has a mind, you know, a competent mind, be about winning the World Series. That's what the Yankees are about or used to be about. That should that should always be what they're about. And, um, you know, every offseason they should go into – you know, the winner thinking that same thing. They should go into the offseason with that mindset of wanting to win and win it only, win and only win at, at all costs, right? And so, with that said, there are some things the Yankees are going to have to do this offseason if they really want to be confident about winning a World Series in 2021, which I hope is a year um, with no more gimmicks, right? No more fake fucking bullshit. Um, you know, hopefully there's some fans in the seats. Um, God, I hope we can finally get back to having a full capacity of fans in 2021. Oh man, I'm sick of this, you know, crowd shit. I'm sick of this fucking rule changing. Uh, it's all just got to me. You know, it was cute for a bit when we got baseball back originally, you know, the regular season, 60 cute little games. It was fun to have it, but then, you know, you got into the... You know, to the end of the season and into the postseason, it's that wasn't it, man. You need the fans back. You need everything to be back to normal in order to me for me to get that legitimate feeling. Um, so hopefully next year we get that. But going back on track, um, the Yankees, yeah, they're gonna have to do a little bit of everything, in my opinion, in order for them to become a World Series championship caliber team. Um, hey, where do we start? Um, I guess the bats. Right, do something in that lineup. Um, the bats are a giant reason, if not the number one reason, that we exit so early each October. Right, in the 2017 ALCS, that's where it started against Houston. They hit 205 that series with just three runs per game. Um, in 2018 against Boston, um, to lose the DS, they hit 214, averaging three and a half runs a game. I was at that fucking 17-1 game, by the way. <laughs> um, 
biggest waste of money on my life. And the ALCS 2019, obviously it was Houston again, uh, beating the Yankees, and the Yankees hit 214 again with three and a half runs once again. And then this past season, obviously, against Tampa, 243 with 4.8 runs a game. Better, still not great. And then you look at they lost 2-1 to one in their decisive game five. So, you know, the offense, the lack of contact hitting, the lack of high average hitting, you know, being able to put the ball in play and hit it at a high clip, that's a big issue. Um, they've got power. We all know that. But they just don't know how to, you know, not many of them can string together hits. And do it at a high clip consistently. So, you know, whether we need to add more guys who put the ball in play or maybe subtract guys who don't put the ball in play enough, you know, Gary Sanchez, <clears throat> that uh, that might need to be a, a thing. Um, so we're going to get into that. Um, we're going to start talking about the uh, starting rotation a little bit. Um, you know, when they play seven games this current post this past postseason. Right, two of the the wild card series games, and then they played five against Tampa. Um, so of those seven games here, I have um, they only had two starting two games where starting pitching went more than four innings, and both of those games were fucking Garrett Cole. So outside of Garrett Cole, the Yankees were zero for five in getting more than four innings in a baseball game from their starters. That's embarrassing. That's really fucking bad. So it's not just the bats that were terrible. It's the starting rotation that needs to give them length, needs to go deep into games, especially, you know, with their bullpen not being as good as it used to be. And that's what we're going to touch on real quick um, right now. You know, it's a pen that doesn't have that depth, right? They're no longer the pen that devastates you. You know, it doesn't really stand out at you compared to the rest of the league anymore. Um, still decent, but they still need a lot of depth there, right? Especially for as much as they're relied on. Um, fucking, what's his name? Zach Britton just got picked up. You know, the option, they picked it back up. But, you know, as good as he's been, he is getting older. You know, he's going to be, what, 33 next year? Um, so, you know, how long, how much longer can he keep throwing that power sinker? You know, Outside of him, though, Chapman looks like he's washing up a bit. I'm not, you know, I don't think he's doing that great anymore. Um, obviously, Tommy Canley's gone. Uh, Dallin Batances is obviously he's way gone with the Mets. Um, but Chad Green, I'm not a big fan of him. He's average, above average. You know, he'll have his great moments. He'll have his moments of of hell. Um, Jonathan Holder's nothing special. Lasagna has been an absolute joke. Uh, Adam Adovino, <laughs> Jesus Christ, do I need to even say anything about him? It's not a pen that scares you anymore. You don't have those reliable fucking arms that you can almost guarantee outs to get outs with. Um, so maybe they, they pick up a, you know, a couple of guys for the bullpen. Um, yeah, it, it's something that really, I don't know. I truly don't know if the Yankees can do it all in one offseason season to become a team that has a legitimate shot at winning a World Series championship. I don't know if that can just be done just like that in a couple of months. Um, so we're going to get into these things specifically. Um, but first, we will be heading to break. And when we get back, we'll talk about it. All right. I'm on a few different social media platforms today. If you want to follow my Instagram account, follow at Rob J. Carbone. If you want to follow my Facebook or Twitter account, Follow at NY Sports Talk RC. 
So going back to the offense, some of the bats that are available right now, um, you know, we've heard Michael Brantley. Uh, we've heard, obviously, Lindor, JT Romuto. Um, I would gladly accept, of those three players, I would gladly take one. One of them. I don't care who, honestly. I don't I don't want one more than I want the other. One of those guys would be great. You know, uh, Brantley, I, I love him. You know, I've been a big Brantley guy since um, his earlier Cleveland days. You know, I've always wanted him. I was hoping the Yankees were going to get get him when he uh, became a free agent a few years ago before he went for to Houston. Never did. You know, I think getting him would be huge. You get your lefty lefty uh, bat that you've been lacking forever now, right? The Yankees need that lefty bat. Everybody talks about it. So a lefty bat with some pop, but also a high contact hitter. I think his career contact rate is, uh, for balls in the strike zone, is fucking 96%. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, in a playoff performer, the numbers in the postseason uh, are there. You know, you look at the numbers with Houston, they're there especially. Um, so he can hit in the playoffs. He's an experienced vet. Good lefty bat. Good contact bat. Has some pop. Um, Lindor. Obviously, that's a little trickier. Um, you know, young, reliable shortstop, though. That's for sure. He, he's very young. You get him, you're going to get him for a while. Um, he's reliable as shortstop, so you don't have the thing to worry about with fucking Glaber Torres, you know, with how bad he looks over there. If you trade for someone like Lindor, um, you get a guy who, who can play shortstop and is very good defensively. Um, the numbers back it up. The eye test backs it up. And, you know, on the other end, he's a switch hitter uh, with Pop himself, but also brings, you know, uh, an ability to put the ball in play consistently. Another guy who doesn't strike out a lot. That's huge in this lineup. Um, and then you've got JT Romuto. You know, fairly young. You know, doesn't turn 30 until March, maybe. Um, but still, you know, a better catcher than Gary. Um, a better hitter than Gary, than Gary Sanchez. Yes, I know he has less pop, but power isn't everything. I know as much as, you know, fucking my generation loves their home runs, it's not everything. Um... And Ramudo is another guy who, who, you know, makes a lot more contact than Gary. He can hit in the 270s and the 260s, which Gary struggles to hit over the 200 mark. You know, um, Ramudo can you know, hit you 20 home runs in a, you know, in a full season. Um, he'll, he'll bring you plenty enough power to where you, know, you accept it with how high, you know, he get with, with the fucking rate of um, the amount of times he gets on base. And, and how clean he is behind the dish. He's not a bad player, man. I think a lot of people who hate on JT are just people, or Yankees fans, who are big Gary guys, who are failing, you know, who are refusing to admit that uh, he's actually a really good catcher and Gary Sanchez is trending downwards. You know, everybody wants to call Gary this big thing, but for a couple of years now, he's not been it. He's not been it. I'm sick and tired of, of, of this guy. I don't want to fucking around swinging and missing in October anymore. I'm fucking tired of seeing him pop up. And I'm tired, tired of fucking seeing him just lazily ground out to end the inning for double play. And I'm tired of seeing him half-ass it behind the dish. That stupid low motor that he's got is so frustrating to watch. No energy. <laughs> He'll hit a clutch home run here and there. You know, because a clock, a broken clock is even right twice a day. But man, would Ramudo be great in New York? Um, but, you know, I've heard that he doesn't want to play here. So there's that. <laughs> so, 
Uh, going back to Brantley, that's the guy, again, I love um, signing him as a free agent. What's that going to look like? Um, I don't know, maybe about $19 million for a year or two with an AAV of 19 mil. Uh, I don't know. I would do it. I would do something like that. I really wouldn't mind ponying up for a couple of years. He's a good player, man. He would help your team a lot, especially if you're a Yankees team who has those deficiencies that he doesn't. Um, you know, there is some risk with the injuries um, he's had over the course of his career and, you know, the age um, and also where does he play, right? You're going to have to find even more room now for him. Outfield's crowded enough. Going to have to make some trades or maybe, you know, do something. Um, Lindor, obviously that will be a trade with Cleveland being that he is a free agent in 2021. So if you're going to trade for him, there's that risk that you don't want to fucking lose him. You know, and just have him become a rental. Um, you know, so if you're going to trade for him, you know, you, you better hope you can extend him, you know, for, for 10 years or seven years, somewhere in that range. And you're probably going to be paying him $30 million per year. Um, you know, so you better extend him because you don't want to lose someone like maybe Torres um, in a trade for him if you're going to have him for a year you know, or half a year if it becomes a deadline trade. Um you know, I, I know the Yankees want to stay under the tax too. So, if Lindor is to be traded for, and if they want to extend him, that might mean they're not going to offer DJ a big contract. And that's a no go for me. I would rather have DJ LeMayu on this team. I don't care how fucking crazy that sounds to you. He's way too important to have um, to not to get rid of. I, I just fucking you know, without this guy as the catalyst at the top of the order and playing a very solid second base, it's difficult to watch this Yankees team without him. Um, and then going back to Real Muto, again, as a free agent, you'd be getting him probably, you know, for a three or four year deal, I want to say. Um, probably pricey. Probably fucking pricey. Fucking, sorry, I got scared. The, the fucking door slammed up there. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Pain in the ass recording when you've got a fucking house full of six people who don't shut the hell up. Uh, <laughs> um, what was I? What was I? Yeah, he's probably going to be a bit pricey, but he's replacing Gary Sanchez, so I would do anything to get him, honestly. Again, get Gary the fuck off this Yankees fucking team. Um, <laughs> going to the arms in the rotation, um, you've got someone like Bauer out there. Again, kind of how Ramudo doesn't want to play in New York. The Bauer in New York thing might not be a possibility because we've heard this Garrett Cole thing, this feud. Although I'm sure if you show him the money, that all goes out the window. But maybe Bauer will be willing to accept like a one-year deal because the market's very unpredictable right now. And hey, that would be nice to get him a you know a little one-year cheap deal. Um, but he would really benefit the Yankees, obviously, giving them. Again, we talk about a reliable arm outside of Garrett Cole, right? Giving them somebody who can go more than fucking four innings in a postseason game. Um, this is a guy who goes out there and gives you seven, and he's got a swagger, you know, to him, obviously, that everybody knows him for. Not afraid to fucking speak his mind. Um, are they going to re-sign Tanaka? You know, I would give him another shot. He was really fucking pathetic this season, um, especially in the playoffs, but... I give him another shot. You know, I think he deserves it. He's been so great for them in October heading into 2020. Um, I would give him another shot if it's for a cheap price. Um, 
Is Domingo Herman coming back? Every time I fucking look up this guy's name, I see a different story. Are they going to bring him back? Or are they not? Sometimes, sometimes I'm seeing the Yankees are willing to bring him back. Other times I see they're fucking done with him. I don't know what the real story is. Um, do we really, uh, do we realistically expect Luis Severino to be an All Star upon return right away? <laughs> I, I just have a feeling he's not going to be the same. Um, at least in 2021, I feel like the Yankees are going to milk him all year. And just worry about limits, 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 innings limit, pitch count limits. I can already see that being a fucking joke. Um, and him not really being fully effective. You know, um, so you know, you're going to need some rotation help regardless, though. Again, throw price out the window. You know, you just got to go and get guys who want to win. Guys who are hungry, guys who can pitch. Um in that bullpen, get some, if there are, I don't know the list, I have to look at the fucking free agents list, so if there are top of the line guys in that bullpen available in free agency or in the trade market, you know, look at that too, you've got some pieces, you can trade Frazier, uh, Voight's expendable, um, Gary, <laughs> for anybody who's stupid enough, Miggy, you know, he hasn't been relevant in two years, maybe somebody still thinks he's talented, but we haven't used him in two years, unfortunately. There are some guys on this Yankees roster that just don't fit long-term or are very expendable because we have depth um, at certain positions. So, you know, those are some of the things I wish for. You know, I wish the Yankees would do some of all the above here that we just talked about, you know, to go hard for that chip and have that true winning-at-all-cost mentality. Um, As for do I think it's going to (laughs) happen, you know, what I expect versus what I wish are two completely different things, completely different Um I expect some different things here. I don't think, um, you know, the Lindor, Bauer, Brantley deal, or Dream, Ramudo. I don't think that's all happening. I, I think what you really can expect is for the Yankees, and I'm not trying to be harsh, but this is just, it seems like this is the Yankee way now. They made their big splash with Cole. Now I feel like they're just going to lay back in the weeds and try to get back under that tax. And, you know, they'll sign DJ back, they'll sign Tanaka back. They'll probably bring fucking Brett Gardner back because they love their reunions and they're too scared to let him go, just like they milked it with CC for the last couple of years of his career. Um, Gary Sanchez will be their full-time catcher. I can already see them bullshitting some story. You know that 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 you know he lost weight and he looks good for the fifth season in a row. They're gonna say in the off season. Um, James Paxton, I don't know what they do with him. You know, but fucking, you know, I'm not a big fan of him anyway. Um, I just expect them to re-sign a lot of guys and, and maybe sign some bullshit journeyman pitcher, you know, and some junky power bat off the bench to make it look like they, they tried. I have a feeling it's just going to be more or less the same Yankees team, um, from, from past seasons. So (laughs) that's, that's my take on it. Not confident right now. Prove me wrong. You know, listen, I would love to win a championship. I just think this team is so far from that. You know, a lot of people think I'm wrong, but <laughs> look at this resume. You know, I'm starting to develop a resume for myself of being correct on this team. The past 10 years, you know, I've been calling it for a while now. You know, we haven't won a ring in a while. I've been calling it for the past, legitimately saying it myself out loud for like six years in a row to people now. I always say this is not the team. They don't have the mentality. They don't have what it takes. Um, 
they don't have the proper roster construct. And I say it all the time. I get shit for it, of course, because it's the Yankees and everybody wants to overhype them. But at the end of the day, I'm always correct. And they're sitting at home in late October watching other teams take part in the World Series. So that's that. Let's get to the question of the day. (laughs) And then we'll wrap this thing up. All right, so in episode 174, this is 175, but in episode 174, let me get it. Um, why is the screen fucking frozen? Tell you what, this software that I use is absolute dog shit. Just the uh, just the worst. Wait for it to, to load. All right, so last time I asked you in 174, what year did J.R. Smith post his lowest three-point percentage? And uh, the answer to that question, 2012, when he shot 34.7%. This time out in 175, I'm asking you for the NYYMYK question of the day, what year did Babe Ruth join the Yankees? All right, so that's the question of the day for 175. And guys, that's it for tonight. Hope you enjoyed the episode. You're listening to BD4. Um, I'm your host, Rob Carbone. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. You can watch it on YouTube and play more platforms as well. Just go to my website in the description or on the page. Um, if you're watching the podcast, you can see it right here on the page. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you when I see you. All right. Ciao. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor.